0: I had one member reach out and they were there was some legislation coming into effect that was going to impact not only their business but a lot of businesses on the water a lot of our restaurants that are very famous uh, and many of them weren't even aware of this legislation getting ready to come in effect and uh, all it took was a few phone calls i called our state rep i've got a great relationship with her shared what was going on asked if we could formulate a meeting and have her bring the other surrounding state reps to the table Word got out that a meeting was happening with some of these business leaders and our elected officials, and legislation changed, it got pulled immediately. We didn't even have to have the meeting. And so make sure you're communicating with your chamber on on what your latest challenge is.
1: You're on a mission, and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts, and I have a guest today, and we're going to talk all about chambers of commerce. Now, I, in the past 18 years of running my business, have been part of many different chambers of commerce, both large and small. I've been on the committees, the ones that like actually do important things, and the ones that Pretend to be important, but don't do anything. (laughs) Um, I've gotten business from Chambers of Commerce and I've gotten nothing, right? And so they're all different. And from the experiences that I've had with Chambers of Commerce, I can say that they're all different and really your involvement is going to drive your outcomes and it's more of a marathon than a sprint. So I I say think about like branding versus doing advertisement, right? So it's going to take your involvement and energy over a period of time to really get back from your chamber. And... Yeah. So joining a chamber is great if you want to get involved with your community, if you want to network with community members in like a business-centric environment and meet people, or if you're just trying to build your business in a physical location. I think that all of those things are needs and goals that a chamber of commerce can help you attain. And so I'm not an expert in them, though. So, so whenever I'm not an expert, I have to bring on an expert. And so with me today, I have Casey Cloak because she is the director of the Hamdenton area Chamber of Commerce, which I'm a member of, and my daughter Aveline wants to be Casey when she grows up. She wants to. I'm sorry, she's gunning for your job, Casey. I will. Okay.
0: <laughs> I will start the secession planning now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's nine and she wants to be Casey when she grows up and I'm sure after she answers all these questions for me, you will understand why. <laughs> so, Casey, why don't you kick this off by introducing yourself and telling us what to do over at the Chamber of Commerce.
0: Yeah, so uh, as you mentioned, my name is Casey Cloak. I'm currently the Executive Director for the Camden Area Chamber. I've been here for almost three years, um, but that doesn't in my chamber uh, longevity. I actually, before I came over to Camdenton, um, we live in a community, for those that aren't familiar with Lake of the Ozarks, it's a very large community. I mean, we, we have more shoreline than the state of California, so that shows how big our lake actually is. And so with that, we are one lake region however we have intimate communities uh, nestled within the lake region and so uh, prior to my time with camdenton area chamber i was the director for the lake area chamber which serves two other different cities uh, within the lake region Uh, and i was there for five years so i've got a total of almost eight years in the chamber world Um, and even before my time as a staff member I served on the board of directors for the lake area chamber. And so I really have been invested and involved in our lake chambers for over 15 years because before that I was a marketing director and and I understood the importance and the benefit of uh, being a chamber member. And so I'm a huge advocate from it even before I became a staff, but now I get paid to tell you why you should invest in the chamber. Um, but my particular role as the executive director, and we are a smaller chamber here at the Camden Center area, it's myself and Dorothy, who is our uh, administration and communications assistant. Um, it's just the two of us. So aside from wearing the executive director hat, I also wear the membership director hat. So I'm always recruiting uh, fellow businesses and, and organizations to join. I also am the operations and the financials and sometimes the maintenance. So we've got to love the joys of small businesses. It sounds like you're a lot
1: less like a director of a chamber of commerce and a lot more like a small business owner. So that's got to make it actually pretty easy for you to relate
0: to your constituents and your members, right? You know, I love having those conversations with other small businesses. They're like, how do you know so? Like, I'm in the same boat as you. I mean, we really are. I'm, I'm running a business as well. Um, but, uh, you know, ultimately a chamber and What um, I do in my role here is really what, what I'm passionate about. I love people. I love getting to know people. I love helping people. Like I think that I was, I think that was what my purpose is here. Um, is to make everybody else's lives easier. Uh, being able to contribute, I'm not just a seat warmer. I'm very engaged in our community. Uh, and and every time I say yes to something, which is most of the time, I'm really horrible at saying no, which I will warn you it <laughs> can be dangerous. Um, but everything I do say yes to, you know, I make sure that it follows our organization's mission. And and our chamber's mission is to support. The businesses within our community as well as our community advancing the economic development uh, opportunities um, even natural resources sounds
1: like you're leading by example there casey now Let's check off the first box in this conversation, which is, I really want to explain to people what a chamber of commerce is because there's a lot of, you know, questions people think it's one thing when it's actually something else. So tell me, Casey, like what
0: is a chamber of commerce? Most people don't realize like it is, it's a membership driven organization. You know, we are in business because of the membership investments that other businesses pay to belong to us. Um, but it really started because it is, it's is—it's fellow businesses. It's, it's a mem- business um, entity um, that is there to help support local businesses and providing resources, referrals, Um, it really just to support that business as well and be a voice. So advocacy, you're going to hear me mention that throughout our, our call today too, um, you know, a lot of the small businesses, they may be a two person like us here, or maybe a few others, but they need to really focus on running their business, but there may be some other challenges happening in their, in their particular business, or maybe it's in their industry. Um, and so having that open door, open conversations about what their biggest challenge or maybe their biggest success too because we'd love to to hear how people are are being successful and sharing that um i'm able to communicate that and i'm able to communicate it pretty far up you know with my involvement in other boards and organizations i sit around the room with local elected officials state elected officials and other dignitaries that are movers and shakers and are able to make things happen are able to make the decisions that we need for the betterment of our small business as well as our community um and so you know i always joke i i hate politics (laughs) i do um and in being in the chamber i'm involved enough to be able to stay unbiased but at the same time I, don't, I can stir the pot, and I am reputable at doing so because I'm stirring the pot on behalf of our membership. Now, at the beginning, I said that
1: no two chambers are alike. So, I mean, as we talk about chambers of commerce in general, I want people to have a good idea of what the Camdenton chamber is like, because that's the one that you lead. So take a second and introduce our listeners to the Camdenton area and our chamber of commerce, because I think that's going to help them put into perspective some of the examples that you share with them
0: today. So honing it back into the Camdenton area, you know, we are a smaller community of the Lake region. Um, Our chamber, we have about 360 businesses or organizations that invest in our in our chamber and uh you know it's not just the membership though that keeps us operating because obviously you know we have a building um and within our building we have a nice boardroom that is also a benefit of our members if they need a separate room to host a maybe business event or activity we have that available to do so but we also are luckily where our low where we sorry where we're located uh is right down the road from one of the state and one of the Midwest's most popular uh, parks is Ha Ha Tonka State Park. And so there's a lot of visitor traffic that passes through our office. They see that there's a chamber office, so they pop in before they make their way to the park. And so we have the luxury of being able to to visit with a lot of our tourists um, that happen to pop in. Maybe they're picking up a map or wanna learn more about where to play, where to stay, what to do, where to eat. Um, And so we have a lot of great conversations, even in person here at our office. Sounds like you
1: really lucked out with that location, huh? But, I mean, you still are a business. So, I mean, I know you're doing that service, and that's an amazing service that you're giving to the community and to the people who are traveling and passing through our community. But, like, how are you paying the bills? Because I
0: mean, it's business, right? So how does that work? We do have a nice building. We have bills to pay, just like all the other businesses. And, our membership doesn't uh, fully support all of those operational expenses. So we take it a step further, which many chambers do. Um, we get more involved in the community side too and have community engagement activities or events or festivals. So ours in particular, and a lot of people don't realize they think it's uh they're led by uh, the city or the county, but we host the Dogwood Festival, which is huge in Camdenton or even in the Lake region. It's going on, it's 73rd year this year, uh, includes pageants, parades, carnival, all of that. It's not really a business engagement activity, but here's why it is justified from the chamber is it brings in the traffic to our community, which ultimately, you know, yes, having 5,000 people uh, on the school grounds at the carnival for three nights in a row is fantastic, but our businesses and our members see the trickle down impact. So folks that are coming into Canton to do the carnival rides, they're going to stop somewhere to eat dinner, they're going to stop at a local retailer as well while they're there. Um, so it really does have a huge impact even outside of the event specific perimeters. Uh, and so that's why you see a lot of times chambers are involved in those events are or, or leading those events is it may not be specifically driven to supporting business or have a business hat to it. But there there's enough impact to the member in the business community that it's it's worth the time and investment. So
1: Yeah, we do have a lot of. Yeah, it pushes business out like it pushes the business out to the other businesses. So in a way, you are creating that benefit for your members by having this event for them. And while you mentioned that, um, you know, you don't like politics. And I do think that some chambers, especially the bigger ones, can start to feel a little political. Yours is much smaller. And so it's so much more friendly and like easygoing. Um, And I do feel like I can definitely see like the impact that our chamber here has on the community for sure, because it's really interfacing with the community. And I'm not sure that all chambers do that, right? There's other nonprofits that take care of those events in bigger communities because the chamber couldn't do it all, right? right? But also the chamber is not a government entity, like you don't, like the government does not fund you, your members fund you and your advocacy on behalf of your members makes you like an association. So you're like a business association more than you are a government entity. And I think that's something that people don't realize is like doctors join an association, dentists join an association. They all have associations, asphalt, Per, like asphalt producers, like all of it, they all have associations with lobbyists that like lobby on their behalf. And so the Chamber of Commerce is like our spot as small business owners that might not have another place <laughs> um, to do that for right. us. No.
0: And I'm glad you touched on that because I I think many of times there is a lot of confusion thinking that the Chamber is a uh subdivision of the city or of the county and that is certainly not the case and um, we do have great collaboration with those entities that's important because you know our success in growing and supporting uh, recruiting and retaining businesses in our community has a direct impact to those municipalities and, and to the counties Um, Now, other areas, though, I will say, you know, I'm very fortunate. I'm heavily involved in the Missouri Chamber of Commerce. Um, I get to meet with directors from all around the state every fall when we come together. And so I get to hear and compare. And it is quite interesting. Yeah, you're right. Larger chambers maybe do have a different direction. I know some chambers that have, well, they have a staff of 20 as well. So they have a legislative and governmental affairs. And um, I also know other chambers that do uh, take funding from government entities. So they are uh, they have a little more red tape. And that's why I've always, you know, kudos to them for establishing something that works for them. But in our community, we don't want the red tape. I mean, we are such a unique community anyway. Um, and our businesses are so unique, they are. And so we would hate to have any type of restrictions that Uh, would hold us back from really doing what we do best and um there's other chambers out there too that are are in partnership with their local convention and visitor bureau you'll see that like even in missouri i know branson has a has a uh, setup very similar to that um but our organization is completely at least here at the lake our chambers are separate entities we're separate businesses, separate organizations, uh, but we do work a lot together. We understand, you know, the goal not only to support Canton, but to support the region. We have to come together and work together. And, and so you'll find a lot of our activities that we do or publications that we produce are in partnership with the Lake Area Chamber, as well as the Lake West Chamber. So those are the three dominant chambers that surround the lake. Uh, And then there's even times where we wanna do the Tri-County effort. And then that's when we invite the Versailles Chamber as well as the Eldon Chamber to the table, depending on what the particular project or item is. Uh, but we have great relationships, all five of us, and uh, it's pretty incredible to see us working together on so many great things.
1: Well, I can imagine that, like and so for those who don't know, like the reason that we have so much shoreline is because there's an enormous lake in the middle of the state of Missouri. And if you've watched um Ozarks, the show Ozarks, that is not really what it's like here, okay, friends? No, we don't like,
0: talk like that. That's not I, how we talk. No.
1: Just, and we don't act like that either. Like, no. I'm sure that there is a population here that acts like that, but Casey and I are like pretty representative of the human beings that I encounter on a daily basis. And so it's not really like that. But, you know, I'm glad that it's getting our name out, I guess, but maybe not in the best way. um But it, unlike the state of California, don't just drive up the coast to get to the next place. Like, you would think like as a crow flies, it could be five miles to get someplace, but it's going to take you 40 minutes to get there because you have to drive all the way around the lake to get there. And there's not a ton of toll bridges. There's one. Um, but so it's like some of the communities are just. They're what? Soon to be free. Oh my gosh. That's exciting. Uh,
0: hey. But the next year it will be a free bridge.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, so I like there's some communities that you can just easily drive to that are like 20 minutes away and then there's other communities that you're going an hour to get to because you gotta go all the way around the lake and so I definitely see us networking more um in the different spots and then there's some spots on the lake that are much more developed and they're really geared towards tourists like Osage Beach that has like all kinds of um like I mean, more restaurants than we have in Camdenton. They have more um, like places that you could have a convention or, you know, like like just more hotels and that kind of thing. And so I can imagine that even when the Lake Expo goes on, that's like actually a, a group Effort to a degree to get that to happen and come off. Do you guys plan the Lake Expo with other chambers or is that just all Camdenton?
0: So, our Home Business and Lake Living Expo is just a Camdenton um, driven event that we uh, we host ourselves. Mm -hmm. However, as you mentioned, Camdenton doesn't have the luxury of some larger meeting space. And so it's the one Camdenton area chamber event that I have to take out of the Camdenton area in order to host, (laughs) uh, which is why it it proves right there the value of having those great relationships. Um, But hopefully, you know, there's some projects underway that that may change over, you know, the next few years. I hope so. Um, A little bit, but I don't want to change too much. Like, (laughs) like your grounds and you know more agritourism which is something unique that that we don't offer heavily in the lake community and is a great opportunity so but no the expo you're right is is something that is our event we do have to take it out of the area and and i think that ties into my next item i wanted to cover because i answer this probably on a weekly basis is you know we know there's multiple chambers why should we join yours and so, really, I'm not the type to just want to collect a check from everybody. And I want to make sure, you know, when I welcome a new member, even when I'm just discussing membership with a, a business. I like to sit down and learn more about their company because all of our benefits i've got literally a spreadsheet i could share uh, it's not a value to every business but really each chamber represents a different community which has different strengths and weaknesses and opportunities um so one of the first questions i try to find out when that business is inquiring you know who's your market like who are you trying to market is it primarily the tourists well we do have some great tourist attractions in fact one of the most famous is bridal cave right in our own backyard here in campton so we do still have that market but if you're looking to uh, target more of the tourism items like in Osage Beach that I always let them know like maybe you should look at Lake area now we do have a lot of shared members too and that is one thing that these businesses see the value in they're getting different benefit perks from the different chambers um, and so they're reaching a larger audience for a very minimal cost but our chamber I'm I'm really proud we actually won an award for this through uh, the Missouri Chamber we have a leads group Um, And what that particular leads group is, is we have two of them. They meet monthly. They allow one person per industry in that group. So it's a more small, intimate setting to where they meet here at the chamber office in the boardroom. There's usually that ranges from 20 to 25 business members, owners or management. um, And they spend an hour kind of talking with each other. What's a, you know, what's a great lead uh, that we can support them with by providing or referral, maybe even getting more specific, like, Hey, I've been trying to get into X, Y, Z, Z. if anybody knows tom jones i would love an introduction and you never know around that room who they know and so it's amazing to see that hey i know tom i'll make you, I'll, I'll call him after the meeting stick tight and we'll i'll introduce you and so it's just great to see that support and i think that's another benefit you get in a smaller community a smaller chamber is we really not that they're not neighborly in the larger areas but there just really is this um want and desire for everybody to succeed
1: yeah it's about like I feel like you're saying, hey, you need to put yourself out there. You need to, um, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So if you're planning on joining a chamber, I mean, the first thing I would do is stop by the office and talk to the people and see what the vibe is and see if you, you know, can kind of jive with them and and like their energy. And then too, like maintain a conversation with them. If you're going to go to an event, you can let them know, hey, I'm going to this event are you going to be there or ask, you know, another business owner that you can tag along with, cause it is scary going by yourself. Um, and, but I do feel like if you do that first, then you can at least kind of feel out what it's going to be like, um, in whatever committee or, you know, um, group of people that you're going to be in it, it's, you want to be with people that you like, or, or it's a, just a drag basically, yeah. you know, it, it's not any fun. When, uh,
0: when you don't like anybody. No, no you're right. Yeah. Personality is important. <laughs> no, and i that's one thing I've noticed too. Because again, you know, the leads have been established for about two years. There's some personalities that just don't mesh well. And so even like if I have a new business looking to join one of the leads groups, I encourage them to go check out both. Because they are Even though they're structured the same, they're structured identical, only one meets a little bit more than the other. um, The personalities really change how that meeting runs because it's a peer led um, initiative. We do our best to find the right place for everybody. Um, You brought up committees too. That's one thing I haven't even touched on. You know, you can network through attending the socials, you can network through a participating in the leads, but another great opportunity to network and get more involved or engage in your community is find out what committees are available through your local chamber, you know, ours, and it's, we've got such diverse committees. I mean, whether you're passionate about legislation, uh, and government, we've got a legislative governmental affairs committee that you can tap into. Um, but maybe you like event planning. You know, we have got a lot of events. We've got, you know, our Dogwood Festival and our air show. And I know Monica and her family were, um, they dove right into our Christmas on the Square event. And I tell you what, you guys were a godsend. It was amazing to see your whole family out there supporting this event Um, and, and, and even leading up to it, mind you. So your committee involvement Maybe you don't have a lot of time based on your industry to attend those meetings, but maybe it's volunteering, like maybe knowing, okay, that falls on this particular weekend I have available. What do you need? definitely reach out to your chamber and find out how you can get involved, explain whatever your scheduling situation is, they'll find a fit for you, I guarantee it. I know when you first join a chamber it can be overwhelming because I and I, I see that every time I sit down with a business because I hand them our packet and it's literally got probably 30 different benefits outlined on this spreadsheet, like here's and you know, set yourself goals for maybe first quarter, I want to utilize these second quarter, I want to utilize these, we have our own goals, like we want to make sure X amount of businesses are utilizing their business spotlight or they're they're doing this. And so we send out reminders. Just make sure that the form of communication that your chamber uses is something that you're paying attention to. I love your
1: um statement about goals because we just did goal setting as a team at May Create and one of my goals is I will pick four big chamber events that I'm going to go to to get involved in the Chamber of Commerce this year and I will utilize my membership. And so I'm like, what are the things that I want to utilize my membership for? And so then I sent an email to you and I was like, hey, I think I want to utilize these membership perks to do these things and you're like okay well I would do it this way and I, and so I feel like that goal setting of how you would use that membership and making sure that like you're you're educated about what your opportunity is and that you're the driver in this relationship If I mean like you, you can sit back um, but then too like just making sure that the, the things that you've planned to do are things that are comfortable for you. So, you know, we talked about the networking events, but there's a lot of introverts out there who that just makes them feel really uncomfortable. And so if that's the way that you are, then it probably makes more sense to join a committee. So for me, I might seem like an extrovert, but I'm actually kind of an introvert. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm just an introvert that can talk to other people. Oh. And so like if I have a purpose... Like, if I have something to do, I'm way, way, way better. Um, Like, okay, so in college, I was a bartender at a music venue, and people would be like, aren't you just going to go to the concert because you have tickets? And I'm like, no, I'd much rather be bartending, because then I have a purpose, and I'm around all these people, but I know exactly where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not just standing there being touched accidentally by other people. (laughs) I don't like that plan. And so if you're that person, then you can join the committee and then you have a purpose. You know, you're going to the committee meeting. You're helping make decisions. You can volunteer to help out in an event. You have a purpose. Casey will tell you, here are the trash bags and you put the trash bags in the trash cans and you get it done, friends. It's like great, right? Because you have a purpose. So if you are an introvert, the Chamber of Commerce can still be a great place for you to get involved. And then after you know some more people, then you can go and participate in those bigger networking events because you'll have like a little network of humans that you know their faces and And it'll be easier to get involved because I I don't know. I don't like just going into a room of strangers. I'm like, this is not any fun. (laughs) I don't like the room of strangers. But one thing I do think about um, the way that you guys run committee meetings Meetings, even just having only been on one committee, is that I really enjoy the synergy and the problem solving that goes on in those committee meetings, especially because, you know, I work with a small team of people and I love that about working in a team of people, just solving problems. And I feel like you guys are really good at listening to all of the solutions that come about and being open minded about them and not just doing it the same way because that's the way it's always been done. You're like, you know what, we're going to think through this. (laughs) And if there's a better idea, you're like open to it. So I love that. And I, I want to compliment you on that because I think you're rocking it there. <laughs> so
0: I will say, yeah, I think there was a phrase, it's like twatty or something like that. It's the way it's always been done. I absolutely hate that phrase. And that is right next to, that's not my job. <laughs> oh. <laughs> phrases you never want to tell me because I will I will clear that up for you very easily. But you're right, you know. Yeah especially new members to the committee, if, if you're just getting ready to, to jump on a committee, I know I mentioned earlier, you know, get engaged, get involved, share your insights, because people, the drivers like myself of those committees, you know, I don't know what I don't know. But if you've got ideas, I love expanding and growing our activities and our events and our services. And uh, sometimes it may not, it may not be, it's probably a no but it may not be a not now i'm not saying that right <laughs> okay it may not be a it's yes not a, it, but it may be a not now it's what yeah. yes there we go and, and But it's still planting those seeds and getting those ideas generated. Something fresh and new always is attractive versus doing things the way it's always been done. And, and I think you were a prime example of that, Monica, even with our Christmas on the square activities. You know, we had just started a new tree lighting ceremony just a few years ago. And each year we've seen it grow in attendance and through activities. Uh, but you really like you took that bar and you bumped it way up. And. <laughs> And it was all just through your own personal relationships. It was it was folks I didn't know and I didn't know were in our community and we're that talent um, the silk aerialist, you know, I just I had to Google that. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. So <laughs> it was yeah. So, so Well, it was fun because we were in the
1: committee meeting and they were like, We need something that's gonna keep people around and entertained and maybe even I mean, so and it was cool is where so I said, Okay, well I, I have an aerial rig, I'm an aerialist. I can get people to come out and do tricks. And they were like, okay. Um, And so we went out and we set up the rig and it was actually really well lit. It was dark. It's right next to this really busy intersection, but well off the street. Okay. We were not going to get hit by a car. Um, And so it looked really cool from the street too. And I think that that's something that people are going to remember for next year. And I went to the local um, aerial fitness Uh, business and I was like hey can we bring some people and they got clients from it like and they're not even chamber members (laughs) but I'm like I'm I can't perform for hours by myself (laughs) 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 Um, so that was exciting to me that you know we could build that community through this other outlet that was happening at the chamber and hey being involved in a committee got that done Yay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I truly believe eventually it will have brought us some new members too, because I I do feel like that business, you know, it's sometimes they don't, you know, not all businesses know about the chamber or what they do, or they may not even know at all what a chamber of commerce is. So uh, Mm -hmm. it's sometimes it's hard for me to get outside of the office to recruit. um, But they definitely got bumped my priority list after I got to meet them at the Christmas on the square event and they were fantastic. But, but it is sharing those ideas, whether you feel it's silly or not, speak up. Cause you'd never know what's going to come out of that conversation and those ideas. So, uh, committees don't always have to be daunting, boring discussions. Uh, I think Monica could attest. We have a lot of laughs. Even It's a great, you know, again, we have great personalities in the room. We joke, we laugh at ourselves, even, um, But we get stuff done. We do. And we respect everybody's schedule, too. So we're not the type to have a meeting just to have a meeting. Um, You know, in fact, there has been several occasions where I had a committee meeting scheduled for whatever occasion it was. And looking at the agenda, it's like, wow, this could be a either a 10 minute Zoom call or an email even. And so I do try to respect everybody's time. And and that's what I turn around and say, hey, guys, you know what? We don't have enough to really quantify a meeting. Here's the items we need to address this month um, reply all. Let's get the conversation going uh, and, and we get stuff done even as, as efficiently as possible. So we respect everybody's time. We respect um, the, the time that it's taking away from their business too. Uh, but we do love seeing them get invested because, you know, getting engaged with the, the chamber means you're getting involved and invested in the community because that's what we're all about. We're all about not just the business community, but supporting the community as a whole. So. Yeah,
1: I love it. So, friends, if hopefully now, after listening to this conversation, you understand what a chamber is it's like an association for businesses. Yep. Um, and you know that all the chambers are different, they're run differently. Some of them have some government funding, but a lot of them are just independent entities. And The way that they grow and the way that they benefit you is through your involvement. So you're going to get out what you get in and it's your responsibility to educate yourself about the benefits and make sure that you're taking advantage of them and to make sure you do this to the fullest extent. Set some goals, set some goals. But I think the very first step would be just looking up your local chamber of commerce and walking into that office, having a conversation and then seeing if the way that they benefit their members is actually going to meet up with your goals as a business. Because like Casey said, sometimes it makes more sense for people to join another chamber than to join her chamber. And hopefully the person that you're talking to is as cool as Casey and (laughs) (laughs) will like point you in the right direction. So, Casey, any last words that you want to give people that are considering joining a Chamber of Commerce in their area?
0: Yeah, so I've got two different last words, of course. I, I'm always full of words. But for the existing uh, businesses that are, or organizations, for the existing Chamber members, if you don't have a good conver- or a good relationship with your Chamber right now, uh, if there's not current dialogue going on. Reach out to them. They really do care. They want to support you. And you'd be amazed at what can come about just by having that con- that five minute conversation. Maybe it's a phone call. Send them an email. Say, hey, I'd love to chat with you for just a few minutes if you could. You'd be amazed that just from meeting people at the grocery store. And of course, I, you know, I can't go anywhere without running into somebody, um, but it's great too. Another great perk of small town. Um, you know, I had one member reach out, and they were there was some legislation coming into effect that was going to impact not only their business but a lot of businesses on the water, a lot of our restaurants that are very famous, uh, and many of them weren't even aware of this legislation getting ready to come in effect. It was all thanks to DNR, gotta love them sometimes. And uh, all it took was a few phone calls. I called our state rep, I've got a great relationship with her, shared what was going on, asked if we could formulate a meeting and have her bring the other surrounding state reps to the table. Um, Word got out that a meeting was happening with some of these business leaders and our elected officials, and legislation change. It got pulled immediately. We didn't even have to have the meeting. And so it's just little examples like that. Um, Make sure you're communicating with your chamber on, on what you're, latest challenges or successes. We want to hear the successes too. We want to be able to share that, those tools and opportunities with other businesses. So for the existing- And don't ch-
1: just complain, do something about it.
0: Yes. Even yes. if
1: it's just complain to the right person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always think, don't come to me with a challenge unless you've got an idea for a solution. It may not be the right one, but let's brainstorm, you know, don't just go yeah. on my lap and expect something to happen. Let's converse. Um, and then for those that are on the fence about a chamber, um, if we haven't really educated you enough with just this call today, I encourage you go to that chambers website, find their online directory. Most of them should, if they don't, I would be a little worried, but find their online directory, <laughs> um, reach out to one of those members. Call them, call that person and ask them you know how long have you been a member of the chamber? what has it done for your business? What would you recommend? or is there and even ask him like what do you not like? you know do those uh, background checks like we do for employees And I really do feel pretty confident that once you have a conversation or two with other fellow members, you're gonna see that there is some great opportunity for yourself.
1: Yeah, because it is, it's an inexpensive marketing investment if it's going to help you meet your goals. Absolutely. I mean, really, if it's going to help you meet your goals and it's an inexpensive marketing event, investment, especially if one of your goals is getting involved in your community. I mean, yep. boom, done. Share <laughs> <Right. And> those <laughs> it's goals,
0: communicate. It's all. It's what it's all about.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us, Casey. Will you let people know how to get a hold of you if they want to talk to you about joining the Chamber of Commerce in Camdenton or like maybe they just have a question they want to ask you?
0: Absolutely, you can always visit us online at If You wanna see our latest happenings and activities. We're also on Facebook, uh, but feel free to give me a call too. You can always reach me at 573-346-2227, and uh, mention the podcast, and and so in case if you're not from around the area, if I don't recognize the zip code or the area code, that I'll still take that call, but I would, I would be happy to answer any questions or even get you connected if you're having a hard time finding out who you should be talking to in your community, Uh, Let me help.
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're in the state of Missouri because she does have a good relationship with the Missouri Chamber of Commerce. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. And you guys, if you didn't get that phone number written down or you don't have the web address in your brain, that's cool because you can go out to makecreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com, or there's a link in the show notes um, of every (laughs) distribution network where you can click to get back there. We'll have all of Casey's information there as well as an outline. So if you enjoyed this conversation or if you learned a thing or two, feel free to subscribe to our podcast because we have conversations like this every single week. We're here to help you solve communication challenges through technology and even traditionally in the case of joining the chamber and to help you market with purpose. So until next time, you know what to do, go forth and market
0: with purpose.